0: It's always a good time to invest in yourself because you are your greatest asset. And a special offer to I'ma let you finish listeners, you can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com slash ima let you. That's better h-e-l-p I'm a let you, I M M a L E T U. Thanks again to better help for sponsoring this podcast.
2: Oh, hello. This is a very, very Special broadcast. Oh, hello. Hello. Li- we're <laughs> li-
0: pretending we're the king and queen.
2: Live from Balmoral. It is oh. Lady, Lady Ames. Amy Elizabeth, Lady Ames. Lady Ames, Elizabeth Nicole of Dumb <laughs> and Lord Master Courtney Beta of Beta Shore.
0: Beta Shore. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and I'm going to let you finish show number 124 where oh. we. Where we have we're, we're
0: going to stop this accent, because neither one of us can keep it
2: up. I, I mean, think. on the Pantheon That's Podcast it. Network, we have a very special guest today, ladies and gentlemen. Prince Harry will be here today. He'll because, be here later, Because yeah. he's been everywhere, he's so been why here. not here?
0: Yeah, he's, I, saw, <laughs> I think I saw him on the Uptown B yesterday. Thing, I wasn't quite sure.
2: wait. In a, in a page boy hat looking around like, does anybody notice that it's me? Oh,
0: my God. <laughs> That's the beautiful thing about New York. Nobody would notice. They would not, notice and not care.
2: And not give two shits. They'd not be like, you're standing shits. in front of the door, please. Can Re- you move? Really move. Do you not get
0: the watch the mo- closing door? Why? Because we're not saying mind the gap. You can't move your monkey ass. All right. We'll talk about him in a second because ugh, whatever. Um, okay. I do not program television, mm-hmm. believe it or not. Mm-hmm. But if I was going to program a relatively major, even though we all know the Golden Globes are bought and paid for and full of shit, but the mm-hmm. comeback <laughs> of a relatively major, in relatively influential show, what day of the week would I put said show on right. primetime television? Would it be a Monday? Yeah, usually Mondays. Would it be a Sunday? Yeah, possibly. Not a Saturday. Tuesday? <laughs> Is Tuesday even a day of the week? Really? When you think about it.
2: Tuesday. So the golden club. Tuesday is good for Taco Tuesdays. Yeah, I and mean, margaritas.
0: Yeah, I mean Tuesday is the day that you use <laughs> to not do the things you were supposed to do on Monday and get ready for the things you should do on Wednesday. Right. It's a waste it's a basically a wasted day. Um, I had no
2: idea the shit was even coming on.
0: I didn't either. The only reason I knew is I think I was watching MSNBC and I saw a commercial. I went, "Oh, Gerard Carmichael. I like him a lot." And I turned it on for the opening monologue. Mm-hmm. And all right, so oh my God, everybody's up and all right. I like Gerard Carmichael. Mm-hmm. He is not. You do not go to Gerard Con- Carmichael for yucca doodle do.
2: Right.
0: He's not that guy. Right. He's not telling jokes. He's doing. Observational humor. He sat down on the stage for part of it. He is very dry and deadpan. Right. And he came out and basically said, like, hey, <laughs> guess why I'm here? You needed a black host. And guess what? That's why he was there.
2: That's why he was. Listen, they're the ones Black who usually- and gay. They got Listen, two for the price of one. Right. Two for- they're the ones who will have Ricky Gervais. So nobody should be surprised by anything biting in a monologue that comes at the golden globe. Well,
0: yeah, and and but it was but I heard just, he said
2: something about Whitney Houston. Yeah, and you know
0: what? It was funny. I'm sorry. He mm-hmm. said brought to you by the Beverly Hilton which killed Whitney Houston. I mean, okay. Whatever she's been dead. It's not too soon. And he made a joke. <laughs> I mean, she is dead, right? Yes. Um, he made a joke. It was this is actually funny. Where he was holding three Golden Globes that were mm. Tom Cruise supposed to be, represent Tom Cruise, and he would say that we will trade them if someone can tell us where Shelley Muscovitch is. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, are they coming from Miss Shelly Miscavige? Oh, Miscavige, right.
0: <laughs> and then he made a joke about Will Smith that they gave him the award off camera, and he got the Rock Hudson Overt Display of Masculinity Award, which is hilarious.
2: <laughs> that is kind
0: of funny. That's kind of funny. But he made all the white people nervous, and he but mm-hmm. he did name check our pal Stephen Hill. Who I didn't Did know was he? producing. Yeah, because he's producing the Golden Globes. Who knew? So shout oh. out to M- MTV veterans. You okay. know? Mm-hmm. I like Steven a lot. Mm-hmm. But it made people nervous. Whatever. It's a bullshit award. We all know it's a bullshit award. hmm proven by the fact that it wasn't telecast last year and somehow life went on and people won things life so,
2: but, went on
0: life went on so the Fablements, which i haven't seen one best picture banshees of In which i did see one best comedy great. it is great comedy uh, I don't, yeah i mean it's not <laughs> i haven't heard that it's a comedy <laughs> well there's a few jokes in it um if you consider a joke, a really cute donkey. It's not funny. Ha ha funny, but it's really good. And then they gave every award in the book to Quinta Brunson, who deserves it. But it just felt like, oh, my God, here, take one, take one, take one. Um, and then some other. Oh, um, Michelle Yeoh won for Best Actress. So she's mm-hmm. cool. We like mm-hmm. her. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, you know, I'm the only person in the world who didn't see Goonies. But the guy, the, the guy that was the young actor in... Indiana Jones, who has now come back in everything all at once. Mm -hmm. Anyway, who cares? It was on a Tuesday. Was Pia Zadora there? She might have been. I mean, you know, that's how insignificant these awards are. And there was a lot of cutting. Don't you love it when people are telling jokes about black people? When black people are telling jokes about white people, they always cut to the one black person in the crowd. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, to see what their reaction is, and their reaction was. Uh-huh. I
2: love I love all the actory faces that they do when you get mm-hmm. the the shots of the crowd or when somebody wins and. and- their actor friend is like, oh, I'm so proud for them. And there's always one person who's going to be like standing up and they do that like hand clasp thing right. with their face that says, I'm yeah. so proud of this
0: moment Well, their faces you. aren't moving. That's <laughs> the thing. But it says, oh, and Angela Bassett won something. But it's okay. just, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's all great, but it's just so funny. It's like every time somebody black said something, every time he said something about white people, which mm-hmm. was basically all the time because he mm-hmm. said they can't fire me. I am the <laughs> black face of a white organization. <laughs> and he told him how much he made for the show. How much he made? He said he made 500K. Mm. Um, anyway. Um, anyway, so that. Yay. All right. All right. You intro, You intro Prince Harry, because I can't even with him anymore.
2: Well... <laughs> My third cousin, twice removed by marriage, um, Harry, uh, of Duke of Sussex, Windsor, Mountbatten, dancing queen. We are dancing queen, young, and she's only 17. Um, evidently, he's written a book. I think, (laughs) wait,
0: has he? And there was a TV show. Is he also doing the Royals on ice? That's what I'm waiting for. Evidently, the Ice shows.
2: I know. just looked out my window. I think he's on the corner there with a megaphone telling everybody there's a book.
0: Now, here's the really? thing. Next to the wait spot.
2: Right. Let me just say this. Say this. I believed... I shouldn't say believe. I still believe Harry and Meghan. I do. I believe them. I Both believe, of them? Yes, I do. Okay. I feel like... The root of the shit, I absolutely believe. The racism part. I saw it, I felt it, and I looked at all of that. Yeah. But I'm really dumbfounded by the fact that, okay, you do this open interview. The backlash of that is terrible. Terrible. Terrible changes your whole reputation, right? Because now you're trying to fight the press. And I get all of your reasons for wanting to fight the press, except you're going to want to move on. They're always going to have a headline to sell. And now with online, they always have to fill space and get clicks on their site. So they're going to talk about you. They've been talking about you your whole life. It seems like we go from that to the... Netflix series, which originally we were being told was it was going to document him doing the Invictus Games, his Wounded Warriors, Olympic-style, you know, games that happen every four years. Then it turns out, no, it's actually more about you and your wife. It just seems to be... Now, here's the third thing.
0: I know. It's where like, we do... on. It's
2: like, I understand people writing autobiographies. People do it all of the time, right? But what makes this different to me is the fact that no matter how much family pisses you off, I am one of those people who believes in not crushing my family publicly. Certain shit needs to stay in the family. Now, if you say this is my right to tell my story, okay, that is the truth. Then I also feel like you should do like most people have done when they write an autobiography and they're talking about their family is. You let them see it before you put it out so at least they know what you're saying about So the fact that you didn't let anybody see it, you come out and you're saying all of these things. And it's like, it's not for me to say whether they're true or not true. But at the end of the day, I wish you would have said, because your book was a bestseller from the time it went on pre-sale. It was a bestseller everywhere. One interview with your UK reporter, let them license that around the world. But now it's like. You had Anderson Cooper, the UK interview. You did Good Morning America. You were on Colbert. Stephen Colbert. You're you're on the cover of People Magazine. It's It's enough. It's kind of like, and some of the shit that's coming out is like,
0: it's petty. The the
2: fact you're like, I love my family. I want to be together. My brother's alarming hair loss, and he used to he used to look like he used to look like our mother. But it's changed so much. And it's well, Harry
0: how, will never look like his father because well, that's not his father. Sorry. It,
2: it, yes. <laughs> right. It feels allegedly. To, right. Allegedly. It feels to me less of an autobiography. It's and sad. it feels like it feels like a revenge tour. Like no, you it guys is. fuck yeah. with me and I'm gonna fuck with you. And okay. part part of me sometimes would be like, oh, I like that. Except I am a person who believes like family shit, deal with your family. Like, cause when you start dragging your family out and when he's asking like, when's the last time you spoke to Camilla? Now I don't expect you to fucking love Camilla. I wouldn't love Camilla. Okay. I don't expect you to do that, but you're naming all of these people and all of these things. And I'm like, well, what's your accountability in this? Cause you and Megan were not two innocent angels. So like, you know, there was leaks going back and forth and those things when you had, you're suddenly Megan's friends speaking out. You remember that whole moment? They were all. We didn't get permission in the whole book. I and was it's like, glued yeah. to
0: the television when all of this was happening. <laughs> it's, it's just so dumb. I well, like, look, we're American, so we have a fascination with the royals because they're really. Right. They, it's like something we don't have to be concerned mm-hmm. with. Right. Are the we're, were the deep seated British? You know, is there a r- racism? Of course. Of course, though, you know, but for Meghan Markle, though, to say that she didn't realize she was black until like three weeks ago. It was Ms. like, that's <laughs> a whole nother conversation <laughs> saying, as a white woman. I'm not going to dive into it. am not do a whole but, yeah, show on that shit. I was like, what? Wait, what? until yeah. I met my
2: husband. Yeah, I didn't
0: uh, realize I was black when I was standing. I look at
2: her and I'm looking at her mother like,
0: how did what you raise her? Who did you think, what, did like, like, you think that happening? woman was? Who did you think that woman was? All right. Is there racism? Yes. And that is something that should be a serious, sobering conversation. Okay. Is the British – is the monarchy like a ridiculous thing? Yeah, probably. But it does – She, is, the queen is the constitutional head of the British state. You can have that discussion. It's not a discussion for Americans to have. Right. But, yes, these are all valid points. This just feels like – a. Did his mother die? Yes, that's tragic. Did he have to go through this all in public? Yes. Is the British press vicious? Yes. The British press. But enough. There's a pettiness to this. And it's like you can't say, I don't want the title and to be part of this machine, part of the firm, and then ka-ching, ka-ching, ka-ching. You know? Maybe not put Prince Harry as who wrote it. Maybe. Oh, his name's not Harold. It's Henry. I just read that.
2: I know, which is like, makes the Harold part That's even, even more, it's I don't even, even really more like, really bizarre. So I it, love the fact that his brother calls him Harold. It's like, good. I'm not even, even going to call you by his name. name. It's <laughs> just,
0: it's just the whole thing reads as very mean. Mm-hmm. It reads as very California self-actualization. One of the reasons this book is getting such- He a, says
2: unconscious bias one more time. Oh, I time. know, I'm going to shoot myself. <laughs>
0: No, I'm really going to fucking shoot myself if I see unconscious bias one more time. I really, that phrase, can we, you know, and the guy that is the ghostwriter for the book who wrote the book, mm-hmm. the man who wrote the book is a very respected author. I mean, right. he, his book, The Tender Bar, if you ever get a chance to read that, it's a fantastic mm-hmm. memoir. So there's legitimacy to this, but it's right. like enough, enough. This it's like, we it. got it. What are we going to, it's like, you've said everything. Do we need to know that your dad is doing push ups in his underwear? No. <laughs> I I just don't, it's, there's a mean, and it's also a whininess, sorry, it's like, I don't see any point, I haven't read it, I've just read the, where is he taking accountability? He's not an innocent in this. No. They're, all right, they're racist, yes, we know that, they're this, yes, we know that, but- it's just bitchy. It's a bitchy book and it's going to sell but there's already a backlash because Americans you know we like a redemption story we like to forget but we also were like shut the fuck up already you know mm-hmm. like like whatever and the ball thing dude they're not shooting him from the top of his head. He's bald too. I'm just like. It's bitchy. It's a listen. bitchy book.
2: I was definitely down for the Harry and Meghan cause and I was into it. But the more that they've done, I'm like, I don't think this is really working in your favor. No,
0: it's not. <laughs> I, I was down for a second. I favor. thought the wedding was beautiful. And mm-hmm. now it's just become her, you know, it's just become, yeah, it's a revenge tour. Anyway, all right. And okay. you
2: guys said that you wanted to do all of this work. You know what I mean? They ain't doing activism shit. Activism work. And here we are. It's been three years since you've left. And no, what three are you doing? Things, and the three things you guys have done have been talking about a, the royal family. So a for TV me, show? that yeah. is. That is where it gets lost. I'm like, this would have been great if you had just written a book, but you had been out there doing all of this work and here comes your book. I think it, listen, people are going to buy it, of course, it, because everybody likes a train wreck. People like right. trashy TV. They like trashy books. People like tell-alls, right? Yeah, yeah. But I'm like, what is the end game? Now that you've done it and you keep saying, I would love my family back, but no one in your family is talking to you. And they're definitely not going to be talking to you I would like my
0: family back, but I just called them racist fucking balding pigs.
2: Daddy, (laughs) daddy, (laughs) it's
0: my birthday. It's like,
2: my brother Willie and I are very tight, but I've also called him my arch nemesis and said that his looks are fading in print,
0: in in print, in print. And for nothing. And then, well,
2: I mean, I am. A- I mean, Harry is the hot one. He is hot. I'm gonna give it to you. Ew. I've always, oh, I've always thought he was hot. In a weird way, I, mean, I wouldn't fuck him. He's not my fuckable. William, type, when he, uh, I, I mean, they're
0: just uh, that's. And, like, I just,
2: like I stuff mean, is so
0: petty though. It's like the go right, for I, your
2: brother's looks and be like you used busy. to. You used to look like our mother, but not anymore. It's like wow. And <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> okay.
0: oh, when we went to school, he didn't want anything to do with me. I'm. I'm sorry. Have you never had a younger sibling? Nobody wants anything right.
2: to do with their younger right. sibling. And, like. <laughs> and siblings fight. Siblings yeah. fight. And the truth of the matter is. If I can be really fucking honest with you, no, I didn't know who the fuck lie. make I didn't know who the fuck. I didn't Meghan know who Megan Mar- no so okay
0: she got, she got with
2: him. And then I was like, oh, and I knew the show suits because it was I've one seen- you didn't watch. It was something right. you didn't well, watch. <laughs> I, because I would see the posters on the side of buses. Right. right. But I've never watched
0: it. Let me tell you something. This is <clears> not we're not saying anything because she obviously had a career. Nobody knew who Meghan Markle was. End of story. Nobody no. had any idea who was a. She was on a. I I'd never. She seen left.
2: A, she left. She left North America, a lady who'd been working in Canada for seven years and came back a star.
0: Yeah. I have no idea who she is. Right. And all right. Now somebody I, I don't. Okay. This. So Johnny. John Lydon. Johnny Lydon. Mm-hmm. Uh, formerly of the Sex Pistols and of the group that Courtney likes to call PTL. <laughs>
2: Wait, and isn't that... And I realized after I was putting it down that PTL is actually Jim and Tammy favorite. Yeah, Fancy,
0: yeah. <laughs> So I'm looking Jesus at it like, because Courtney, hi, for those hi, of you... Courtney, hi. Courtney fan, fancies himself the the, the the new bell hook so, or e Everything is in lowercase, which is fine. But I'm looking at it going, PTL, PTL, what is he talking about? Anyway.
2: <laughs> and the then P-I-L. we argue over it. I was like... That's an I. Uh, no, what was and I, I like, screaming? There was a, an L, and you were like, no, it's not. I'm like, it's an L. I'm like, no, it's not. An L, then I finally looked at it like, the no, it's time. a T, and you put <laughs> a line
0: through it. I'm like, what are you? Like, you've invented a whole new language. Anyway, Johnny Lydon <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, with pill. Isn't he kind of um, like an asshole? Okay, that's not the point oh okay he may be an asshole they're all assholes he has been married this is a serious thing he has been married to nora this woman nora whose last name i forget who is the mother of the late Ari up of the slits he has been married Mm -hmm. to this woman for 50 years he got married to her at a very young age those
2: kind of guys usually get find their partner you know well and she's quite a bit
0: older than him right they have been living his politics are very suspect Mm -hmm. but, but He has asked, he is putting this song, Hawaii, that he just released in contention for Eurovision as the Irish contestants. He has a right to the Irish because his parents were Irish, and so he has an Irish passport, I'm assuming. Mm. Um, The song is about, she's dying. She has Alzheimer's. Mm. She has dementia. Mm. She is more, she's dying. I mean, Mm -hmm. and he has been her caretaker for 50 plus years. His wife? Yes.
2: Oh, wow.
0: He has been married to her for 50-plus years. <laughs> she has Alzheimer's for at least 10 years, and he is her mm. primary character. So whatever you may think of him and his bullshit with Trump or whatever, right. this is a man who has stayed with the same woman right. for a very long time and is writing a quite beautiful, moving kind of song about loss and loss of memory. And it's clearly a song about her impending or on so, – I understand the jokes. About, oh, he was, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know he's a sex pistol. So, oh, wow. He's full of shit. I don't know. I I, I can't get. But I also
2: believe in artists. I think that. I can't, yeah, right, I, I can't get angry at him. I can't
0: right, get angry at him because right. the intention. I happen to think the song is, is quite beautiful. I right. cannot. When you see Johnny Lydon entering Eurovision, your first reaction is, oh, this is well, bullshit. It just but so listen like to the, exact, the song.
2: But it seems like the exact opposite of who he would be. But it's a very punk move right.
0: when you think about it. To it's do a, do the a very thing that punk somebody move. doesn't
2: expect you to do absolutely. it's very
0: subversive yeah. in a way but first off he was Johnny Rotten when he was 18 years old so right. he's not expected to be Johnny Rotten for the rest of his life and he right. hasn't been Johnny Rotten. it's a beautiful song is it the greatest song of all time no but when you when you realize what the song is about I can't in all conscience criticize his motives because it's clearly an elegy for a dying woman so right. so I don't think it, I don't know if it's going to win, but it, I mean, check out the song. It's called Hawaii. I posted I'll check it, it out. The song. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's kind of beautiful. And when you know the meaning, even my most hardened um, British friends are like, oh, they said, oh, and then I heard the song and I'm like, oh, I feel bad for saying no. anything bad about him. Um, all right. Dr. Dre. <sighs> I'm going to bang my head. You know, this is like a contest between who's more like annoying. <laughs> Dr. Dre. Or Marjorie Taylor Greene. I mean, she's clearly more amoy- annoying. I um, mean, my
2: favorite Marjorie Taylor Greene moment will be the fact that she found out her Freedom Caucus friend. She said, you know, they all went in there last night begging and making deals. And they had a list of people they wanted on the committees. Nobody did anything for me. I know. They didn't I put my that. they
0: were supposed to be my friends. It's well, like- I love how during the, the <laughs> Kevin McCarthy hearing she was positioning herself. She knew where the cameras were every Tuesday. <laughs> every when she holds like, up the phone with it. Right. I was like, it. Where's like, the bleach blonde? It, oh, it they like- were right. <clears throat> well, anyway, right. Dr. Dre is suing her because she keeps using okay, of all songs to use still Dre what <laughs> You know, all right, so he's suing her because he thinks she's despicable. She is despicable. Here's I mean, the thing is is that Tom Petty's estate sued Trump for using Won't Back Down. Somebody the Rolling Stones have sued Trump. It never I think the only group that never sued a candidate for using a song mm-hmm. was Fleetwood Mac for Don't Stop Believing.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Or Don't right. Stop Thinking About right. Tomorrow. Um, and nobody, and Obama, nobody, so you two didn't sue him for using It's a Beautiful Day. Mm-hmm. So the point is that it's his music. He doesn't want this bitch to use it. But these lawsuits go nowhere, right? No. Nowhere. And she's going to keep using it and use it like, they're trying to squash my freedom. But who suggested still Dre of all songs? You know what I mean? It's just, are there? there's no lyrics in there about standing your ground and being like... <sighs>
2: It's I just don't understand what's idiot. happening. We are living in a clown circus. No, <laughs> we really always happen. We We're always have We're living happened. in a clown circus. But I
0: just don't understand. But the point is, is that it's more publicity. I mean, I understand. Good for Dre for saying this and trying to stop it. Nothing's going to happen. It, no, The lawsuit will go nowhere. And well, sometimes
2: she, people stop using the song. She, you do, do you think, think
0: she's going to stop using well, the
2: song? we'll see, right? Yeah. We'll see.
0: I just, I, all right. Uh, now, Black Sheep, I'm not 100% sure on the on the the nuts and bolts of it. They're suing Universal? But
2: it's interesting, right? Okay, because this has happened with some of the older artists who've had, you know, who had contracts that talked about, like, profits and net, but there was no streaming yet, right? So this was all based around a time when, you know, I think when Black Sheep came out, were we even downloading music yet? I don't even think they would we were downloading music yet. When Black Sheep came out, that was vinyl, CDs, right. cassettes. And
0: tapes and tapes, yeah, right? Yeah, and
2: cassettes. So they they're part of a suit that they're saying they're owed, you know, a bunch of royalties because remember that deal that was done at a certain point with um Spotify where a bunch of the major labels the four majors got bought shit, got shares of Spotify, like low shares, but they got shares. And some companies have sold their, sold their shares, but universal has not sold all of their shares. Now, some of the things that they're, uh, that they're saying in the suit, which still confuses me because it's a lot of legal jargon that I don't all the way get, but I will say as we're not really explaining it, because we're both like, I don't kind of understand. Because
0: we're, we're basically just simple country folk. Right.
2: I kind of don't understand, but I do. It's like in this age of streaming and then them selling some of their shares of of uh, Spotify, they're saying that the artists should have gotten some of those profits. Well, that and, makes sense, right? And there, and there has been cases and they've always been settled. So I do believe there's gonna be a settlement for them here. So, you right. know, you thought that number, and this might have an effect for a bunch of the universal artists where they end up getting some money, especially those older artists who were in those structured contracts right from back when, in the when day. When they
0: didn't when they couldn't imagine in a million years. Right. You know, like, oh, one day there's gonna be a way of opening your computer and music will flow out. How could I you mean, even like Napster was the big the- Scary and, and, like and, and
2: remember, instead of the in, the biggest mistake that the industry made at that time was trying to spin all, they saw, okay, the illegal download, the downloading started. They didn't realize, okay, we have this technology. We need to start utilizing right. it and get ahead of it. They spent years trying to fight it and shutting Napsa down. They and dropped the thing. ball. They really did drop really the because ball. They thought, because, oh, we yeah, just yeah. get rid of Napsa. It was like- once this technology is here, yeah, it's done.
0: Embrace it. You can't untechnology. You can't say, "God damn it, these cell phones! How dare they do more things every year?" Yeah, so they kind of dropped yeah, the ball. They really
2: that. did. So I can't. I can't dig into all of the minutia of of the suit because I was reading some of it and I was confused by those old contracts because I didn't know those clauses and parts. But I do know, just from what I could read, is they're going to end up getting some money because. They will. You know, listen, you've changed the structure and Those those deals with the way they are supposed to get certain profits, that language is in there. You right. know what I mean? And just because the technology changed, you put all their music up there. They're still like you hold everybody to the contracts today. You're going to have to kind of pay out yeah, some money. You themselves. have to
0: be you have to acknowledge the res- the reality of what's going on. And I, and I think also just from a PR standpoint, it looks good for them for universal it's in in the scheme of things it's probably not going to impact the the general cash flow but no. it looks good for this for them because they're really only going to be paying on that first record i mean right. in terms of profits right the one where you can get with this you know yeah. that's yeah, not yeah. what it's called the song you can get with this you can get with that it's called something else yeah
2: but but, but and the thing is it's like pay to people just, Just pay, pay the people. Pay the pay people. Them.
0: Pay them out. Pay them.
2: Pay the people. Oh, and by the way, hi, we're in New York. Please pay the nurses. Guys, pay the nurses. Nurses are on strike in this city right now. And we need to, we need to, pay. it's so weird. <laughs> Just A few people get to make in these, in these hospital systems, millions of dollars. And then it's like. Five minutes ago, nurses. We were clapping for them at seven o'clock every night. You know, they were they were heroes of the pandemic, and now they're marching in the street, having to go on strike. And the music industry's the same way. It's like you know, you will always try to find a way to shit artists out of some shit
0: because you know, uh, music saves cut lives. checks
2: mmm
0: cut a check cut just cut check. a check because you're going cut to be cut, check. you're going to
2: cut this check. so just you might as well check. you yeah. might as well figure out what that is and yeah. cut the check. Cut the check. because what people don't realize is, yes, new albums and these new artists you love, they stream and they bring in lots of money for the labels. but they are making shit loads of money off of all of the catalog. That's the biggest thing on streaming. All of those old records and the the classics and the things that you love that people are constantly playing because it's their favorite. And they don't spend any money on marketing on anything on those. So those are just cash cows bringing in money. So cut the check and give the artist their money.
0: Yes. Okay. We already discussed. Hold on, I have role. a
2: message. Harry will be here in three minutes. We are T minus three to put Harry. on some pants, Courtney.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I have some crumpets here. Oh, you do. <laughs> and have I
0: have. Our, <laughs> you have those fake cookies. They're biscuits. The, He'll get very excited. I have those fake, <laughs> fake cookies. cookies.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> ha- uh, Harry, I just called you, Harry. <laughs> Courtney and I have have tricked ourselves into thinking that if you don't call, like, there's these biscuits. They're the fake McVitie. They're, uh-huh. <laughs> they're Lytle's imitation of the McVitie Biscuit, they're mm-hmm. wheat. And so because they're called biscuits and not cookies, we mm-hmm. pretend we're not mm-hmm. eating bags of cookies. I'm like, listen, these
2: are digestive cookies. They're digestive. So that means they are healthy. So they're healthy. So just because I put chocolate ice cream on them does oh, not wait. make them okay. unhealthy. Right. Yeah,
0: that's true. <laughs> and if you eat them while you're walking around the room. That is exercise and digestive health. And if you eat them overseas, I mean, come on. We all know overseas calories don't count.
2: At all. At all. At all.
0: At all. Um, Okay. So we talked about the Rolling Stone list last week. This, Mm -hmm. You know, it's just another way. Like, here, we're making a list. You know, here are the most uh, best. But we really don't mean best. We mean influential. Nobody's ever going to be happy. Everybody's going to be blah, 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 blah. But the
2: (laughs) The, the, but, but the, the headline idea. I did not expect to have <laughs> at all, in twenty twenty-three is Celine Dion fam storm the Rolling Stone office. I'm like, angry, excuse me? angry gays
0: and angry middle aged Kevin like standing at Angry
2: outside. older queens.
0: And 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 French Canadians. Standing French outside. Canadians,
2: Housewives of Manalapan in New Jersey. <laughs>
0: Very upset that Celine wasn't on the list. I mean, we could go down the list. And of they are not are
2: the- having it. They're like, what you are not going to do yeah, is but- fuck with our queen, Celine. You know I love Celine Dion. I know, I but the Celine point Dion. is that
0: I, no one's ever going to be on the list, everyone mm-hmm. on the list. But mm-hmm. what I thought was hilarious is that the people at Rolling Stone decided to like basically get in on the protest and were reporting from the protest. So the person, the organization that ended up looking really great and cool at the end of this was Rolling Stone. I mean, I, but it's come and gone. It's done. They were I like, told hey. you, the
2: thing I told you was a Ponzi scheme. It is a Ponzi scheme to get everybody to go to clicks and honey, they were to the talk in the town. Like, I didn't, mean, who we were, everybody, like all of that shit is built on click, 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 yeah, click of course, of and course. conversation. And they had a week of being part of it. They knew that that listener order that list was full of shit. Now I, you and I were both impressed when we saw Oprah Haza I was like, Oh, okay. They are real. When people I saw you. List. So
0: when I saw lots of singers who do, yeah, that you know English, what I, mean? I was impressed. I was
2: absolutely like, yes, this is I'm like, actually,
0: where's Mark Anthony. I'm going through the yeah. list to find like, this, this Oh, is, Gail Costa. Cool. This is you know?
2: actually a great list. You should have called it something else. Well, that's and, not,
0: but that's not, yeah, yeah. you know why they didn't yeah. because no the, one's going to go most influential. Right. Best exactly. That's what you do
2: yeah. And even that I feel like the top 10 Is the order And it's not All the way correct You know right. what I mean but, but But Listen Who am I to judge Who am I, I'll i tell you who I am I'm a queen from queens honey And I'm born to judge And that was full of shit
0: Oh but whatever anyway, Her life will Team Celine
2: on. Team Celine Whatever All
0: of them are overrated Listen
2: Celine told us that Love Can move mountains and I believed her. All right, I did.
0: She seems like yeah. I you know she's
2: a very nice lady. I met mean, a very, very nice, very nice lady, lady, and she
0: didn't make a list. And I'm sure it's going to impact her financially because the people well, who read you know, she, Stone
2: she took she took a five hundred million dollar hit just for just for that.
0: <laughs> she in fact is going to cut Black Sheep a check.
2: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> she's gonna. Okay,
0: I have to full confession. Okay. Pre Blake Shelton. Uh huh. I was a big Gwen Stefani fan. I loved right. No Doubt. Uh-huh. I saw Gwen Stefani at the garden. It was so much fun. It was you a bunch of screaming. Oh, no, no. I <laughs> reviewed her first two records. No, she's okay. fun. It was right. This is pre-Blake Shelton, right. pre-plastic surgery. I like surgery. what you waiting, what
2: you waiting, right. what you waiting pre- for.
0: I like No Doubt, pre-plastic yeah. surgery, pre- mm-hmm. pre-marrying this hill stupid Republican, pre-nose job. <laughs> all that stuff okay right, right. um i thought she was fun i actually have interviewed her before she's mm-hmm. very very nice mm-hmm. blah 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 Col- we had this conversation with vivian goldman i thought vivian made a really great point there's a there's a really fine line between cultural appreciation Absolutely. and cultural appropriation mm-hmm. because without cultural appreciation there wouldn't be rock and roll mm-hmm. or there wouldn't have been elvis Right. You know what I mean? I mean? That's true. All right. So Gwen Stefani's There whole, wouldn't have been weaves. There wouldn't have been anything. <laughs> you know? I mean, it's like we're all biting off each other mm-hmm. at some point. Um, Gwen, Gwen Stefani has long been targeted for, you know, wearing the Bindies and the Harajuku girls. And the problem with the Harajuku girls is that she always had these backup singers of completely mute Japanese girls... So it looked like Whitey and the Harajuku girls. Now, she has claimed that she's always been very influenced by the Harajuku girls. And when the first time she saw them and she went to Japan, she said, this is in an interview in Allure. First off, Allure? That's still being (laughs) printed? No disrespect, but I I didn't even know it was still around. Um, And that's not to be mean. I was like, I haven't heard the name Allure. It's a fun magazine. Harry, he's going
2: to be on the cover. He will. He will.
0: (laughs) But she said, like, the first, I'm paraphrasing, first time I saw Harajuku Girls, I went, I'm Japanese. I really <laughs> honestly think, No, I'm being sorry, cue the vapors turning Japanese. I really honestly think that she did not think, oh, my God, I am actually ethnically Japanese. Right, I think right. she felt that she could relate.
2: That she felt, she's like, I'm told Her this, kindred is, my, this is my vibe. My I God. used to I used to think the Harajuku girls were fierce. I thought that they stood out. They had a platform and they were dope. I used to love to watch them on stage and shit. I never
0: fu- but they never talked. <laughs>
2: No, but they were fierce. They danced, and they were they were right. always they always were getting like But it like felt like she was traveling.
0: Oh no! Mm-hmm. But it felt like she was traveling with her circus of Japanese people. Like mm-hmm. here I am. Like you know what I mean. It felt a little kind of weird. Now has she been guilty of kind of biting? You know, wearing cornrows and the bindi and stuff like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. kind of, sort of. I mean, remember she got started doing ska, which is mm-hmm. not you know. Yeah, but you re- know what?
2: I used to wear bindis. you know what I mean? I used to wear them to Sony and stuff, and it was just like because I always thought they were beautiful and I love the way they were. Right, looked but there is day. an
0: actual, you know what I mean? There, I, I but there is an actual cultural
2: there I, is, but but here's the thing that I have to ask you, and this is a real question, right? Yeah. If you start traveling around the world, you do stuff. Am I not if I see a beautiful Sorry, when I'm in India, right? Am I not allowed to buy it? Because then, if I buy it, no, no, that no. I have bought stuff.
0: I have, but, bought- I, but I feel
2: like the way people are, people are are really kind of taking everything now. If you, I if think- you're influenced by something or you use it in your music, it's almost like it's being seen as a bad thing. Like you can't do this.
0: Well, but, but I think with her, the problem was, is that it was the visual of mm. the having these mute dancing girls behind her, I think. Mm. And also her just not handling the question. What she could have said was, it's been a bit an influence. I'm integrating it into, you know, I I you know, that kind of thing. And so I really honestly don't think that she thinks in her she's not what's her face? What's the Rachel Dole's Dole, You know, she's not mm-hmm. the Japanese. But I just think she handled it stupidly or didn't she didn't because now she's refusing to make a comment, which is fine and it'll be done. But I just think she But cultural appreciation there's a difference between You know, it's like white people with dreadlocks gives me a headache, like nobody's business. Like nobody's business, Courtney. Mm -hmm. All right. But. I just think that she, she misspoke. I don't think that she actually thinks she's Japanese. But if I were her, I would just kind of like... I, I think mean,
2: everybody sh- needs to stop being so fucking sensitive about everything. That's actually well, how I be think. Be
0: sensitive about the things that really matter.
2: Absolutely. And they're putting everything on the same scale. Less and that is scales. And that is how shit gets watered down. And then the real stuff... Just comes and goes without any action because you. Everything is not the same. I think people should be allowed. If you're an artist, things are going. The more you travel around the world to do things, your art is going to be influenced by that. And I think you should be allowed to have your art influenced by that. I, I think as we long know- as
0: you give credit. If you get, if you're pretending that you invented this, if you're, my problem was always that she did this and never, and had these women standing behind her like puppets, like back, she never brought them up front on the stage and let them sing or dance or explain everything. So she Mm -hmm. kind of did that but this i really honestly don't i mean she's wearing like plaid shirts and cowboy boots now she ain't from fucking oklahoma she's from like san diego or something mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. i think she's just a girl who likes to soak up shit and pretend it's hers and welcome to music you know i mean i i just find it i to really, me, i know honestly, when something
2: feels offensive i'm not really offended by I'm her not Offended it
0: was just stupid <laughs> yeah but then you know, we're not japanese right we're not Japanese. Yeah, but and I'm we're also not black living. In- and
2: I've watched Japanese kids have afros. Right, and that's what I'm saying. And and, yeah. and 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 completely have this whole hip-hop. Oh, that's culture, another look that d- dre- drives me nuts. Dressing like black kids from Brooklyn yeah. and the Bronx. Well, darkening and
0: darkening their all, faces. All
2: of the things.
0: Right. So, so like- that I find all of that. Um, But I honestly, like I said, if you would ask me in 2023 on January 11th, I'd be defending her. I just think it's like she she has a history of doing stupid shit. This was just sort of like a misspoken. And I just am more just find her no longer interesting as an artist. I just wish she would kind of, you know, I hate Blake Shelton anyway. All right. Sorry. I do. All right. What are we listening to? Are we listening to anything?
2: Oh, absolutely. motherfucking lutely I know, I'm
0: going to let you tell you. I have something to you, say about I, let, this song.
2: I love Everything But The Girl. Everything But The Girl has returned with their first new song, Nothing Left To Lose, first song in 24 years. and It has been on repeat, just nonstop. Nonstop repeat since yesterday. I love It. I love them. I love Tracy's voice. I love that it doesn't sound like anything else. And it makes me really excited for the album. And I love the video. I'm just really, really excited about that. And I've told you, I've been listening to this young lady, Gabrielle. Well, can uh, we stop? I just want to
0: weigh in on everything but girl, and then please talk about Gabrielle. Mm -hmm. All right. so I listened to it because I too like them. I am not an obsessive fan of everything but Mm -hmm. the girl, but I do like them. I think... The thing that I actually don't like about this song is her voice sounds very different than it. She doesn't, and I have read comment. It doesn't mm. sound bad, but there's a tone to her. Well, voice. she's old.
2: Well, right, she's older now, right? So we're right. both older. I love the tone because it sounds like her, but her voice is deeper. It's yeah, it just, and I it's not
0: it. an awful thing, but yeah. I, there is a vocal to, like, she put out a record, what, eight years ago, seven years ago, a dance record, which was really kind of an interesting record. Do you remember that record? I'm talking about a solo record.
2: Yeah, she did. Uh, she it was called record. It was uh, right. like two years ago. That was oh, a great no, record. it was more than two years ago. No, it was well, more. Well, the record. I think that record was like maybe twenty eighteen. Then maybe maybe it was a
0: good record. It was yeah. an interesting record. And I'm not saying you've yes, voices change. I used to be a soprano, believe it or not, when mm-hmm. I was in high school. Um, there's just. And I don't dislike the song. I love the... the I Kiss You in the Decay. I love that kind of stuff. The video mm-hmm. gives me a headache. I, I really don't need any more strobe dancing. Yeah,
2: her record, it was 2018.
0: Oh, wow, okay. So that's, you know, a, mm-hmm. a, a little while ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she's a great singer. I think she's a very idiosyncratic singer. I love herself with Massive Attack. Um, I just... There, and it's not a bad thing. I guess I just have to realize I was going into it thinking I was going to hear something vocally. I'm hearing something a little different, which is not a bad thing. It's just, it just a thing, you know. And I just have to kind of – I will be very interested to in see what the next single is, uh, what direction they're going to go on this. So um, do we know why they didn't do anything for 24 years or was it just life? They just had life?
2: Yeah, well, you know <clears> – <throat>
0: I'm assuming With, she had kids or something they, like they've, that. They've,
2: they've had two kids who are now in their 20s. Are and they, they married? Bo- to, they really yes, married? they're married. People? They're married. And they both, you know, did, wanted to do different solo stuff. And, okay. you know, he's put out his records. He's He's got a label. He's a DJ. He's a producer. She's put out a couple of solo records. Right. And they had never, you know they hadn't even talked about doing everything but the girl record until sometime last year they started toying around and then it came together and they said this first single, is also not indicative of just the whole album Okay, is not like electronic. So this they're is like, like a first they're like, single. They're like, they're like, it's a mixture of styles. People are going to be surprised. And I love okay. that, right? Because if I you like think about too. them, every album of theirs is so different. Like the Electronica, Trip Poppy stuff came at the very end when right. we went from that into like a club record. But I love that they give us so many different genres. And I actually love the new texture in her voice. And it sounds like, you right. know, a woman who's lived some life. And, and I just I just love it. I love her voice. Because it's yeah, no, very I'm going to have
0: to, you know, like I said, I mean, to be totally fair, mm-hmm. full disclosure, I had like 27 hours of dental work yesterday. <laughs> I came home and I'm like, let me listen to it. And it wasn't killing me, but I certainly am not put off by it. I just was surprised at what her voice sounds like, but it's not like she suddenly can't sing of course she can say she's got a, a really interesting, she's always had her own kind of lane in as far as a singer. So there was part of it that didn't, but that hook about the kiss decay and stuff like that. The video mm-hmm. gives me a headache, but videos who cares about nobody cares about videos mm-hmm. really at the scheme of things. Right. Um, Yeah, I'm interested, too, because there are artists that have always done something interesting. Did you know, fun fact, I interviewed them a million years, that Mirrorball was, um, you probably did know, Mirrorball was, well, it was inspired by Dear Mama, Tupac's Dear Mama.
2: I had no idea. The
0: sound, they said they wanted to do a song that kind of was. Had that uh, sound. Had that sound which I think is interesting. And That's if you really listen to dear, if you listen, I mean, now it's that not you the say same.
2: that, no, no, but now then I think of the lyrics and yeah. yeah well, yeah, not yeah.
0: lyrically, musically. But even
2: so. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I'm, and you know, talk about people who are ahead of the curve with embracing or, uh, appropriating, uh, dance music and house mm. music. Hello, Todd Terry. That would come on. Come on. I mean took them to a whole that took whole them to a whole nother audience. Because they listen,
2: they had been making records for so many years by that point. Right. Amplify Heart is maybe like their tenth album or some shit. Wow. They've been They've been around from the 80s. See, I, I first discovered them on the Baby to the Starshine Bright album. And you're I love them. So you're such I on the foreskin love. of fashion. You
0: really are. <laughs> That's a Candace expression, by the way. <laughs> We're on the foreskin of fashion.
2: <laughs> and taking applications, taking all applications. Um, oh uh, it's like. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I love them. Yeah. But that Todd Terry remix. Oh. All of a sudden just broke them open. And to then, a whole new world. And the one that's more less appreciated, but no less as good, is the Ty Terry remix of Wrong, which was the first single from the okay. next album, Walking Wounded. Great. Walking Wounded is great.
0: brilliant. Did he put out... Now, You, I know he did the remixes and they embraced it, but did he put out a whole album... Himself of their stuff, or was it no. just the remixes?
2: No, there was a remix album, which is not all his remixes. Okay. You know, Todd, listen, people, we could, we should do a whole show on Todd Terry oh, and Lord, like get him to come on the show. We do a whole on show, show on the real stuff. Yeah. Todd, I mean, that Todd, career. Isn't he dead? No, Todd Terry is very much alive and DJ. Oh, I'm thinking and of and Frankie <laughs> Knuckles. I'm so
0: sorry. I'm so sorry. No disrespect. Yes. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry.
2: No, Todd is very much alive. Okay, and I'm sorry. I didn't mean that to and, yeah, be yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. snotty at all. No, the Godfather. No, the Godfather of House, Frankie Knuckles, has passed away.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,
2: Another icon. Nice oh, was the nicest Come guy. On. Nicest guy too, and his music. Oh, let me just tell you something. Friday nights at the Sound Factory bar. He used to just, oh, it was just everything. Like,
0: see, Beyonce everything. should have tapped into those people.
2: The interesting. She should have
0: the, tapped into Mr. Fingers. That's I the,
2: would have. Moody loved- Moody man. Did she tap into oh Moody man? Oh my god! Listen, I would have, no, because no dance producers worked on the album, right? right? So this was this was a dance album done by basically the Dream and R and B Well, no, I can't say that because Mike Q. Well, she sampled Mike Q's song and stuff. But I feel like and, and Honey Dijon, who is a dance producer right, right, right. on the album. But I, you know, listen, I always say that when people are tapping into the vocals of you wanna talk about the black women who lit the clubs up for, for decades upon decades. Like, no, nobody tapped into Cheryl Lynn, you know what I mean? No one's tapped into right. Jocelyn Brown. No one's right. tapped into Lolita Holloway, Sharon Red. you know what I mean? It's like voices on voices on voices. Claudia Barry, so Alicia many. Alicia Myers. You know, you know what I'm saying? There's so many references to go. It's like, yes- well, now, yeah. now now, that she she did the Robin S, everybody, we love Robin S. You can dig a little deeper than Show Me Love when you're trying to yeah. reference dance tracks. Look, alternate, like, listen, you know what I'm saying? There's so many of the girls. Crystal Waters, still yeah. out there, still working, still putting out great records, so.
0: All right. Um, I You know, I don't know. I've been sort of distracted, but um, I was listening to the first tribe record yesterday. Cause I'm starting mm. to get into my rock and roll hall of fame nomination. Oh, we're going head. into that. Yeah. I yeah, have yeah. to think, but I will say if you live in the New York area, please make your way down to the how arts happening which is on first and first a neighborhood that I no longer recognize when I go down there. Yeah, I'm like Oh really my God, different. I'm in Miami. There's a strip mall. And our friend Al Diaz in conjunction with the how arts happening, he and Mariah, uh, Fox, um, and another person I can't do it's have curated a really good show about the timeline and birth, of graffiti in new york city and it's not the usual suspects it's the stuff before so and it's really well done It's seriously it's very educational it's it they position it with things that were actually going on in new york they talk about the roots like the young white kids we always associate with graffiti with hip-hop and black and brown kids so they're certainly there but it's really really good and it's free and we love al obviously he's our pal al's our pal Mm -hmm. um so if you if you're around, I think it closes Sunday, but it's really, really good. I I, I so that's kinda of what I've been sort of in my own little private Idaho this week musically, you know. Um just thinking about Hall of Fame stuff and my strategy. Okay.
2: What my strategy is gonna oh be. Oh my god. Well listen. I've decided okay. to
0: strategize. When
2: when is the meeting?
0: Uh not this Monday, next two Mondays from yesterday, and so is this
2: one going to be the first one in person? In person, in, yeah, in, but I'm in, wearing a
0: mask. Fuck them, okay. I don't care. Okay, so I have taking some, the mask off to shove cookies ha- in my face. I have
2: some suggestions. Please do. We only comment. we
0: only get two.
2: Okay,
0: vanity. No, under no circumstances <laughs> continue. No, seriously, give me real suggestions. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I got to think about
2: saying. that after because with two, two is really It's always hard. been two. And the thing is, and I know they're, they're the ones that you've always gone to, but I feel like that's so like you got to pick somebody else maybe because they're just not. Well, that
0: me. one that I've always gone to, I am going to be getting top secret information on okay. Friday okay. about <laughs> whether, uh, which means that I'll just blab about it to okay. you off camera. Uh, um yeah, I mean, last year, I, I, um, part of me wants to be strategic, and the other part of me wants to go with my heart. You know me. I would nominate Pet Shop Boys every fucking right. week. But I am leaning, and I've kind of given up on the idea. I used to be such a purist when I just voted. I like, no, you can't nominate x until you nominate y because right. they were the influence well that yeah that ship that's has out the sailed. window that yeah, ship it really is. Mm-hmm. it's a tv show mm-hmm. um so you have to kind of be but i am leaning towards one person for sure but we're having our girl our girl meeting the oh you're he having a your girl meeting we're having our girl meeting on thursday so that should be fun our he-man women haters club or mm-hmm. he-woman man haters club and so we can – we're going to be – but I will say this. I will say this. If Kate Bush does not get in this year, then we're idiots.
2: I mean
0: uh, – I mean, come on. Come on.
2: Is so. Babs in there?
0: No, she's not. Of course not. Barbara Streisand?
2: Well, here's the thing. you If you've opened it up and it's every genre of music, No, right? but
0: she's – no, Barbara Streisand,
2: arguably one of the biggest artists in the world. She, but that doesn't under- mean that she's the biggest artist in the world. And very influential to a lot of singers. Who
0: who's she influential towards? Seriously, who she influence Who she influenced? Leah Michelle. <laughs> Next. I was about to say Leah Michelle. You were about to say <laughs> Leah Michelle, which is why I decided to cut you to the chase. Give me another singer. She's I'm not a Barbara Streisand fan. You know uh, that. What about Grace Jones? I know that's a long shot. Oh, listen, shot. that's a long shot. I would I love, know it of course. Is, but this like... goes back to listen, this goes back to the influence. I mean, if we're gonna go strictly by influence, I've been watching old clips of the New York Dolls in preparation for a class movie teaching. Mm-hmm. I mean, you cannot. This is like the most huge. Oh, I know what I've been listening to. How the about new...
2: Latoya Jackson? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, Rebe, Rebe, okay. you dumb bitch, Rebe. God, Courtney, I can't believe I have to remind you about that. Oh, um, I just wanted I'm... to say, what you know? What's really sad? Something what? very sad happened. Me, and I, all joking aside, I have a real thing for El DeBarge, and he got mm. arrested on like drugs and weapons charges. I...
2: I mean, I was like, one wasn't enough. There's guns too. What's happening? Usually
0: usually both go with, you know, I mean, usually if you're, yeah, Mm. I just love him. I feel bad. I think he is underrated, so underrated. And the
2: crazy thing is through all of his issues and the, you know, the, the, you know, the the well documented, he never lost that voice. Oh,
0: the voice. He never lost that voice. I, I met him once. I was, this is going to be so name droppy, but keep in mind that I was there working. It wasn't like I was chilling. I was interviewing Eric Benet, who I'm mm-hmm. sorry, is the nicest man in nice town. And you need to follow him on all social media. Cause he's mm-hmm. super political and super cool. Mm-hmm. And it's not his fault that Halle Berry is nuts. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. He's super cool. Mind you, the man is like accused of being a sex addict. I'm doing a story with him. He's literally changing clothes in front of me. Does he try to hit on me? No, of course not, because nobody ever tries to hit on me. But anyway, I met him in – remember that hotel that they used to put all the R&B people up that was around the corner from the Peterson Auto place? Remember it was like on (laughs) – you know what I'm talking about? Do you remember that little hotel? Do you know I what do, I'm talking about? I yeah. Yeah. It was like a little, they mm-hmm. used to put all the black people there and the white people writing about black people. So I was interviewing Eric Benet mm-hmm. and we were in the lobby. He was picking me up so that we could go clothes shopping. Mm-hmm. And uh, El DeBarge was there and I met El DeBarge and I was like Swoon City. I mm-hmm. love El DeBarge. I don't care. I don't care. I don't Listen, care. Those I'm
2: vocals are still not Gorgeous. to be fucked with. Not Gorgeous. Not to be fucked with. And those DeBarge records still Gorgeous. sound great.
0: Oh, my still God. Still
2: sound great. Oh,
0: my God. He's totally underrated. And he's like the only artist not to get a hit. Him and Lisa Stancil, the only two artists not to get a hit working with Babyface. <laughs> I thought that was a law that you got a hit working with him. Anyways, and the new Iggy pop record is really cool. Love Iggy. Yeah. We love Iggy. Yeah, and
2: this this... I mean, I just heard of her, uh, G- Gabrielle Alp. Oh, yeah, uh, a- yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's a UK singer-songwriter whose debut album was 10 years ago. I know. You know what I mean? It's like, like I had no idea. I know, she's you had, put like, the
0: name hours. up, I'm like, who?
2: But it's her, her new album, Phosphorescent, and it's great. It's really, yeah. really good music. Singer-songwriter, I really, really like it. You know, and just... It, I, you and I talk about this all the time. I know that the new young kids are like, I don't want to be marketed to, even though everything is. they're looking at, they're being marketed to. They don't
0: realize I, they're being marketed, I, I marketed to. I do
2: think with some music... A marketing plan really helps because there's some artists I feel like could be huge if people actually knew that the record existed. Go figure. You know what I'm saying? If they, because I mean,
0: I, I'm going to open a restaurant and keep the w- doors closed and the windows shut, but people will find me.
2: You know what I mean? It's just kind of like you need there's to, so yeah, much stuff something. out there. And now with streaming, it is overwhelming because they just drop everything on there.
0: And I don't know. It's like there's I, a difference between letting people know about something and Prince Harry going on the award tour. I mean, you know uh, what I mean? There is a middle ground.
2: Listen, I and I just hate it because I actually do like Prince Harry, but I need him to do me a favor. Sit down and shut the fuck up. Just you put, up. You've put the book out. Let it do what it's going to do. Go do some good in the world like you guys said you were going to oh, do. Oh, fuck. Because this weird. seems like, you know, now it seems very Hollywood celebrity moment. Yes, You know? All
0: right. I have to go to therapy.
2: I have to go to therapy. No, I'm serious. The therapy. No, I'm serious. Oh, today? What time? Now. Oh. <laughs> well, folks, then you know what it is. <laughs> Farewell from Balmoral. <laughs> Not <laughs> now, but soon
0: enough. You know, I'm building up issues as we speak.
2: <laughs> and, um, you know, leave a comment, tell a friend.
0: Thank you. We're growing in mightiness every We're week. We're growing in
2: mightiness every week. Thank you to hey. Pantheon Podcast Network, all of the other shows on there. It's great. We love you. Their
0: show Basic just won um, some kind of award.
2: I know. I did. I voted in. The, me too. In the me situation. too. Me too. Me too. Yes, I did. Voted, yes, I know? did. Yay Very for good. us! Yay for. And um, uh, you know, we'll be back next week in things. where hopefully, Harry, because you know he was supposed to be here, but he stopped and talked to every person who had a microphone, so mm-hmm. it made him late to get.
0: We're not yeah. even a microphone. Air buds. He put them in his ear and started <laughs> fucking talking. Like,
2: let me just tell you something. I love my siblings to death. But if anybody writes a book, you can write a book and you can say whatever you want to say about me. But if you start talking about my fucking hair falling out and my face changing, we're going to motherfucking fight. (laughs) That's all. And on that note, (laughs) bye. Bye. See you next week.